0: hello
1: hello i'm so sorry i got a new phone and i forgot to download the skype app back Ah, on there so that's what the issue was
0: that'll do it (laughs) well hello we're connected
1: We are connected finally are you recording
0: uh yes i am okay uh are you a new woman
1: i'm a new woman i'm a tired tired lady though i uh i am not used to the different time zones i remember going to l.a years ago and being like, who Uh am I (laughs) when I got back? Time changes is hard for me.
0: Okay. uh, To be fair, isn't Utah just one time zone away?
1: Yeah, but I mean, we did sleep on the floor, so it felt like 15 hours. I mean, I usually, in all honesty, I go to bed at like 930, so Uh I would stay up really late and it would
0: just,
1: anyway, it's all good. It's all good. I'm just very tired.
0: Okay. Well, I want to hear all about it. I want to know what you did. Yeah. Yes. So,
1: well, tell me about you first, because mine's long and lengthy.
0: Me? uh, All I have to talk about is my apartment complex again.
1: (laughs) Oh, no. Are they going to tear it
0: down? No. Well, (laughs) kind of. Um, When I first moved into this apartment, I noticed on everyone with my type of balcony. One day I got home from work and surprised there was a new like support beam built into my balcony that had not been there when I left that morning. Weird. <laughs> um, sort of in in the corner and it has been just ugly like built out of two by fours like not very nice and it's been there for uh, probably two years now. Oh geez, and it's not just my apartment; it's the whole building. There, every apart, every balcony like mine has this support beam on it. And I even looked at mine, and I was like, I don't think this is doing anything. Like it looks like it's kind of hovering off the ground; like it's not even touching the ground. <laughs> but um, I think the wood is just kind of warped at the bottom, is all. Geez. Um, so I'm like, what is the point of this? So I got an email today saying that they are going to come around and remove all the support beams from people's balconies uh, so to move furniture out of the way for the construction people. And it's like, (laughs) (laughs) so why was this here? I think it's related to them tearing into my wall. I think now... Probably. They have like bolstered the support from the inside and the balconies are secure and now those support beams don't need to be there anymore. They never bothered painting them or making them look nice. They're just, just, it's just two by fours so uh that's just just, weird
1: i I feel like your apartment complex
0: just decides to like do
1: construction
0: because they're bored (laughs) they've they've been remodeling the exterior of our apartment complex in one building or another for the entire time that i've been living here yeah that's awful courtyard views out the outside has been redone twice since i've moved here i moved here four years ago the outside has been redone twice
1: (laughs) that's weird i mean and the the thing is i get it it's where you live but like it's really not that deep you know what i mean like it's not like it's a house you know like it looked fine before
0: i don't know why they had to redo it again
1: well they changed my parking lot in my apartment complex a couple of years ago and it was like well this is hideous and stupid and now like i have to like You know, die if I'm going to get a parking spot. They changed
0: your parking lot
1: yeah they changed it so it used to be it's shared with like some businesses or whatever but they basically like completely like repainted over it so the way it's displayed is different
0: okay so the red jeep that hasn't moved in forever was it there before or after the change it,
1: it was there and then it got towed and then it came back but I do have an update on unsolved mysteries uh-huh. uh, the jeep went away it's gone I haven't seen it for a couple of weeks I don't know what happened there was a note on the door that said if you're interested in selling this I'd be interested in buying it and then it like kind of got sloshed around because it rained like 999 times um, but yeah it's no longer there I hope whoever owns it decided yeah I don't want to have it in some
0: nice parking lot my red jeep is about to be no longer there and I'm feeling very sad about it aww I've had this car since since Christmas uh, New Year's Eve when I was 15 and so that's been 12 years now, and what's cra- uh, I have... What's, uh-huh.
1: what's crazy to me is you were probably one of the only people that hasn't either totaled their car or switched their car in since
0: they graduated. Well, I'm a good driver, and I don't have any payments on this. <laughs> That's, I mean, that's a really impressive, I guess, because I'm on my third car. Uh, so I've set a date to go back to Alabama. It's going to be May 18th. And I bought a one-way plane ticket. And I'm going to drive my grandmother's car back oh. to Texas. I thought you were going to say, and I'm staying. And I was going to be like, um, what? No, no. So I'm going to go pick up my car and bring it back. And then I'm going to have to sell my Jeep. The back seat of my Jeep, I took it out. In college because I never used it and it has just been in my mom's basement. So I'm going to have to put the back seat of my Jeep in the back seat of the new car and drive the back seat back with me so I can put it back in because, you know, it'll it'll. Sell better if that back seat is in there. Sounds like a transformer or something. Uh, kind of, yeah.
1: I didn't know you could remove your back seat of your Jeep. That's good yeah, to know.
0: Yeah, it has not been there in many, many years, and I've never missed it once. The back seat was so small and cramped, and like so high up, it was not practical <laughs> to just sit in. Uh, so I just got rid of it, and then I had more trunk space as a benefit interesting because
1: i remember i don't know if you've ever ridden in an element before but i rode in my friend's element and it was really strange because the back seat was like higher than the front so i like got a little bit carsick yeah it's it not
0: pleasant that's uh pretty common i mean it, it's fairly common i think for that to be the case
1: yeah it was just like well this sucks i feel like I, I don't know i feel like i feel weird when other people drive anyway but that's just me yeah of driving uh-huh I drove all over Utah
0: you did
1: I did um I well I'll go ahead and tell you the big the big shebang um we I flew out on the 19th or no the 18th I flew uh to Las Vegas um it's funny speaking of Las Vegas a lady on the phone the other day said that I said Nevada wrong and I'm like saying it Nevada I get it but like I'm not from the Midwest so when I say it it sounds like I'm being like pretentious yeah it's Nevada so I know and she was like actually it's Nevada and I was like okay well if I say that you're gonna start laughing because it's gonna sound like a Southern bell trying to pronounce like, I don't know. It just made me annoyed. But anyway, so I, um, we flew in to Las Vegas and we drove from Las Vegas to, um, St. George, Utah, which is about four hours away from Las Vegas. It was a beautiful drive. It's all desert. Um, and it's funny about the desert is cause I have no allergies, a uh-huh. climate like that, except it is so hot. You have to like force yourself to remember to drink water Even though you feel fine, you're not. (laughs) You know what I mean. So we went to Costco when we were in Las Vegas, and we we got so much water. Like I'm still like peeing out the water that I had last week. And (laughs) we got we got to St. George. We went to this place called Handel's Ice Cream. We were both like beat and exhausted. My friend Rachel and I went on together. And then we slept and then we we had lunch at St. George and then we drove to Zion and we drove in this area that it's real weird. It's like all it's all dirt. It's all dirt desert. And
0: mm-hmm. there's like
1: this teeny tiny little neighborhood that's all solar powered, which I thought was pretty cool. But imagine okay. like living there. Yeah. So as you go up,
0: lots of sun. As you go up,
1: yeah. Lots of sun. As you go up to the top you immediately lose cell service and then a giant alien comes down. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) But um, basically, um, Roswell, New Mexico. But anyway, so we got up to the top. There's like this huge, it's still desert, but there's like this huge, like grassy field with like, it's just really dusty, but it's really nice. And all of a sudden people are in this group that we've sort of met before, um, not in person. And everybody just starts hugging everybody when they meet everybody. (laughs) And it's like, I haven't hugged more than like five people in the last year and a half, so okay. it was kind of like it was kind of like I don't know. I felt I don't know if you've ever seen My Fair Lady, but all I could think of is the episode where, or not the episode, episode. the scene where the episode <laughs> of My Fair Lady season five. No, that the scene where she like takes a bath for the first time and she's like hella uncomfortable by it. And that just was me. I was at first, I was just like very timid and just like kind of out of practice on how to be around humans. Mm, Um, mm -hmm. And so that night we had to learn how to pitch our own tent, which was very entertaining and interesting. So we had to like stake it down and we had to use rocks and stake the stakes down in the dirt,
0: which was cool. I felt very accomplished. What kind of tent did you have?
1: Just like a normal tent. Like, I mean, it wasn't like, I mean, it was like a smaller tent, but it was like just a regular like camping tent.
0: So So it wasn't fancy. Scene. But it was like a camping tent from a store. It wasn't like you were making this out of tarp.
1: And, no. Okay. Oh, <laughs> Lord, no. I'm adventurous, but that's, that's okay. a little uh, – <laughs> yeah, right. yeah, that's like Dave the Barbarian. But um, I – so we slept – me and Rachel slept in this tent, and we had a tarp over our tent, and Rachel was like, I want to look at the stars. And I was like, fine, okay, so we can leave the tarp off. So at 2 a.m. she starts like saying sky sky and I'm like what and she's like we have to put the tarp on top and I have never in my life been so cold. I mean it was so cold. Okay Uh so we finally got the tarp up. I'm very ugly because I'm mad because no one wakes me from my slumber and I go back to sleep and all of a sudden I hear coyotes. Uh-huh. barking in the distance and that was like every horror movie i've ever seen and it was just like they it felt like they were like right there like you Uh-oh. could touch them if you like unzipped this the thing they're probably but anyway fine. so that was fascinating and one of the guys was like yeah i slipped out in my sleeping bag and i didn't sleep in a tent and i heard the coyotes i was like that's
0: terrifying Good for you <laughs> it,
1: it was so freaking cold that first night so that also that night we drank this stuff called cacao it's like a heart opener I'm and sorry what is it called it's called cacao how,
0: how, how do you spell
1: that i mean let me see how you spell it because okay um let's see it's really good it's like a it's sort of like hot chocolate
0: yeah that's what yeah cacao is like it's like proto chocolate and that's
1: what we ate i think it's c-a-c-a-o okay cacao. okay sure yeah it's really really good we had that and, um, and then the next morning, it what was it called mine. again? Cacao. Okay. <laughs> Why do I say that? Do I say it weird?
0: No, 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 no. There's an episode of Portlandia where, um, a uh, uh, husband and wife, uh, they use that as their safe word.
1: <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. Um, so yeah, yeah, yeah. So we drank that. It was great. The next morning, we drove from there to um, this area. I think it was called Angels Landing, and we hiked up and we saw these like gorgeous like mountains and canyons, and it was just stunning. We also did like breath work and like very hippy dippy
0: stuff okay. where we I'm all be, like, down for some breath work.
1: Oh, it was awesome, and we meditated. It was wonderful. And like the second day, where we were in um, we were in this area that had like a lake. It was beautiful. That was in Bryce Canyon, which was also really cold. Like we passed when we drove because Rachel and I took turns driving, which the speed limit is 80 miles per hour.
0: Wow. I thought we were high here with 75 in Texas. (sighs) Heck no.
1: So like you're going 80, and you're like, I and first of all, I don't drive big cars, and we're in like this giant Jeep, and it's like a, one of those, it's not like your car, it's like a turbo Jeep. And it was just like, oh dear God, what is happening? So we passed by a bunch of snow, and then we got to Bryce Canyon, and there was a lake. Um, and then the next morning, that was chilly night. That's a whole other discussion for another day. That's not in mixed company. But um, we, <laughs> the next morning, we did this like exercise where we like danced around, and we. We, it was just amazing. And like, I, we were all like moved to tears. It was just really cool. And, um, I feel really like at peace. And so the leader, um, of the group was like, is a super amazing guy. Who's just like very humble and very loving. And like, it's just, it was just an amazing experience. And so the next day we went to a place called Torrey, Utah, which Torrey, Utah is in the middle of like nowhere and they had, like, the best Mexican restaurant I've ever been to in my life. Their tamales were so good. Shout out. And we we had our tent set up or whatever. And Rachel and I stayed up all night talking to one of the guys and having a blast. And then we uh, we hiked Bryce Canyon. And Bryce Canyon was probably one of the most intense things I have ever done in my life. It was okay. completely all the way downhill. And then all the way back uphill and it's desert. So you go all the way down and there's like this grassy area in like the bottom of the canyon. It's crazy. So it's like it almost looks like a different planet, like Mars okay. or something. It's- you
0: s- you said it's completely all the way downhill, then completely all the way uphill. I don't know what that means
1: so you go all the way down okay you hike all the way down and there's like a grassy area and then you have to go all the way up and it's much harder going all the way up again okay um because the altitude's crazy and you also like can hardly breathe so it was very intense it took i mean i finished it fairly quickly i think but a lot of people struggled with it I and mean, it was definitely hot cuz it was cold going down and then it was like hot coming up it was very strange so it was that was one of the scariest things i've ever done but like it felt like so at peace and i definitely peed behind a tree <laughs> okay. at the bottom of Bryce Canyon so i feel very cool I also
0: you left fell your mark for the coyotes to come smell
1: yes and i also fell on my butt at Bryce Canyon which was life changing and it hurt really bad but i just sucked it up and kept going and that was probably one of the most exciting moments of my life
0: good I love uh, fun hi that sounds really cool
1: it was great I feel like I feel like you would have loved it like it was just incredible like i mean i I feel like that would be your kind of area
0: too I would have told um, ghost stories at the bottom
1: oh a hundred percent So then we ended up, our last destination was Moab. And Moab, it's hard to describe for people that don't like, can't relate to this, but it's like Gatlinburg, except it's not kitschy. And there's like not any like touristy shows, but it's like very much like it just has like a Gatlinburg type feel to it. It's gorgeous. And um, our last night there, uh, Rachel and I got a hotel, which I don't know if you've been camping for a week and then gotten in a bed. It's like, it's, it's like Indiana Jones at the end of uh, all, you know, it's like the end, like finding like peace, finding the golden compass, whatever, holding the goblet of fire, whatever. Um, (laughs) Okay. (laughs) but But it was like life changing. And so, Anyway, so that night, the leaders stayed in Moab as well. And so we ended up just like getting in a hot tub with them all and like bonding some more. And it was it was so great. There were people on this trip that were from all over the world. There was a girl from Croatia. Um, There was um, a girl who was from Lebanon and Egypt. It was the coolest
0: thing ever. They didn't try to induct you into their sex cult from the hot tub, did they?
1: No, there okay. was no sex cult. They were a bunch of <laughs> Venice talking. Beach a bunch of Venice Beach hippies which I loved and I am actually going to LA in July. I've already booked my ticket. Okay. And I quit my job.
0: Yeah, you told me about that.
1: Yeah. And I'm just still figuring it out, but I am feeling really compelled about a lot of stuff and it's just part of life, you know? So I'm really looking forward to the future here, but this trip changed my life and I felt like I was completely found on this trip. And we, um, we made bracelets that have like our like words engraved in it that we, um, that we kept thinking about. Like for instance, um, like, say, like, somebody I know, like, their word was grounded and this, that, and the yeah. other. Your intention. Mine, yeah, your intention. And mine was gra- mine was found. Not ground. Mine was found. Because <laughs> mine was <I> dirt. <laughs> fully, it was dirt. Because I fully feel like I found myself on this trip. And well, it was just very,
0: like, nice. beautiful. Yeah. Uh, is there anything in particular that you want to share that you found?
1: I mean, I think I found the idea that I feel like we're all supposed to have, like, this idea of a job. And, like, job and money gives you happiness. But I kind of figured out that like in a sense that like finding who you are and like what your gifts and what your talents are is more important than any job. Um, and that's the thing that is so interesting to me because I always was like, oh, well, I have to have this job to be this, this, and this. And it's like, I finally, for the first time ever know like the kind of path I want to lead and like kind of what I want to do. Um, and it was all through like kind of the workshops we did, which sounds stupid when you say workshop, because I always think about the mime class I did at Summerfest back in the day when I hear the term (laughs) workshop. Um, Yeah. And the lady that led that class goes to my church and I'm like terrified to run into her because all I'm going to say is the mime class. But, um, but it was just a really cool experience. Like we all like laid down and like cuddled together and like, it was just, it was incredible. Okay. It was like <laughs> unity. Like it was, it was, it was one of the greatest things ever. And I felt like I could dance and, you know, be myself and it was great. And they loved me and Rachel because we're Southern ladies. Well, how could you not? I know. I mean, they just, they ate us up. They thought we were hilarious. We called everybody Dumplin' and Pumpkin and it was just great.
0: I watched that movie Dumplin' on Netflix.
1: I love that movie. Yeah, do you? <laughs> It's great. Well, that sounds like a really nice trip. It was just incredible. And, like, I wasn't scared. I, by the end of the trip, I knew how to pitch a tent. Okay. I mean, it was crazy. But it was funny, though, because the first night, um, the first night we were there, we could not figure out how to do it. And it's just super, super hard. And like, but then once we learned it, we also didn't know how to get in our sleeping bag. Cause I thought that sleeping bags just came. Like I didn't, I thought sleeping bags came up to like your chest. Like I didn't know that you actually have to put the sleeping bag basically over your head. And so once I did that, I was able to sleep well and it wasn't as cold.
0: Oh yeah. That'll keep you warm. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I did. we didn't know that.
0: Well, there's all different kinds of sleeping bags.
1: That's true. But I, I had no idea. I just thought they came up to like your waist, basically, like a blanket almost. But anyway, we learned and we didn't freeze and it was great.
0: And so you brought your own tent?
1: No. It was um, provided for you. It was provided. So okay. tent and sleeping bag were provided. And then we were provided like dinner and breakfast. And yeah, and it was amazing.
0: Yeah well i'm happy for you
1: thank you i'm very content with everything that i learned and i'm covered in bruises and cuts nice so i have the battle scores to prove it
0: <laughs> well you found yourself in utah and i'm gonna go find my car in alabama pretty soon <laughs> that's beautiful so well- beautiful
1: Have to meet up when you come visit. Oh well, I
0: hope so. I mean we better. If not, I'll Cry. Cry and pitch a fit. <laughs> you gonna bang your head against the wall and cry like you did in fourth grade. <sighs> I don't think I ever did that.
1: You totally did that. You were laughing and then you banged your head against the wall. You and then used
0: you to make crying. up these stories about me all the time.
1: Nah uh, it's true. I, I like I like still remember it. I think you had on a green shirt too. I remember like weird stuff.
0: I'm 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 gonna X to doubt. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: I remember, this is a r- random thing, but do you remember how we read the mixed up files of Miss Basil E.
0: Frankweiler like twice? Uh, I only read it once in enrichment class.
1: So we read it in enrichment and I swear we read it in class too. And I You might have was read
0: neat. it in Miss Stevens' class.
1: I wasn't in her class.
0: Oh, well, then I don't know. I'd, I only um, read it the one time
1: because I read it tw- I don't know. Maybe I just read it on my own. Enrichment was weird. good
0: times. I don't even know what the purpose. Is. We had We had an elective class. We had all the normal electives like music and art and Spanish, Spanish and religion. Um, but then one year, just one year we had an enrichment elective and we went in there and we read a book and we learned what PowerPoint is. And those are the only two things I remember about that class. Yes.
1: And it was weird because it was like, I think it was like when we were in fourth or fifth grade when it happened, but it was, it yeah. was strange. It was just one year. But, but I wish we could play the Oregon, Oregon Trail again. That was fun.
0: You can play the Oregon Trail. You can get it on your iPhone. Can I really? You really can. In fact, I have the Oregon Trail board game.
1: Oh, that's cool.
0: And I think it's small enough that I could I could maybe bring it with me. Well, I don't know. I've never played it. I thought I opened up the box and Saw it and thought it was dumb, and then never played it.
1: <laughs> oh my gosh. oh I mean that's cool though. I love that game, and I'm trying to think if we played anything else, um but that was fun, but I loved art. like I still know how to draw because Miss Miller taught us how to draw everything, and it was so much fun. and I loved the Halloween drawings we did.
0: I did have some good Halloween drawings, and I think my dad threw some away, which I'm sad about here at this box, it says the Oregon Trail Card game, You have died of dysentery. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh and didn't i mean like y- your people could die pretty fast i don't think i ever won also was a ding dong and didn't know how to
0: play things oh yeah i there's a lot of luck to it it just shows how hard it is to get to oregon
1: it's kind of like minesweeper like i still don't know how to play that game
0: well you can learn how to play minesweeper more easily than you can learn to play oregon trail
1: do you know how to play minesweeper
0: yes of course i do
1: i'm offended
0: it's very simple
1: (laughs) it's so hard i've like tried one time i like tried randomly and it was like upsetting because i was like well i've never won this game and it's not like i'm about to start
0: well randomly is not gonna win the game for you
1: well i know i mean i know what it means but i've never won it before i always end up killing the little smiley face
0: Mm -hmm. it doesn't even come on computers anymore how about that how about that i was reading harry potter and the goblet of fire my favorite and there's this whole bit about how the house champions don't have to do end of year exams and this is said like several times Mm -hmm. but except for the fact that harry became a champion which is a fluke all the other ones are already seventh years and they they don't have end of year exams anyway because they have to take their newts so i don't even understand why that's a rule at all
1: interesting because
0: they still have to take their newts they don't get out of that i mean you know it's like having to take the ap exam it's like oh well if you take the ap exam you don't have to do your end of year exam but you still have to take the ap exam
1: you know i never understood why the weasleys were poor because the dad had like a pretty good
0: job you said that you said this a few episodes ago i think he had like a job and then had to raise seven children with that one job.
1: <laughs> maybe that's true. I love their house and the way it was represented in the movies. That was like my fave. But I was somewhere the other day. Maybe I was at work. I was definitely at work or on the plane. And I started thinking about the basilisk and the chamber of secrets. Mm-hmm. And that creeped me out when I was a kid. I just remember like shutting my eyes and finally I was brave enough to look at it.
0: Oof. This has been The Brent and Sky Show. A weekly podcast about growing up but not too fast. If you like the show, remember to tell your friends.
1: And consider leaving a five-star review on
0: iTunes. You can find our show notes at Brent and Sky.
1: That's S-K-Y-E.
0: Dot com. Yay! I had another nightmare about snakes this week. Aw,
1: oh, was Nancy there?
0: Who, Nancy?
1: From the craft.
0: Oh, I told you I never learned any of their names.
1: I know, but I was going to try to quiz you and Uh. you failed. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) I
0: did. I just dreamed that I was leaving a house and there was this big long rattlesnake, like, but it was like boa constrictor size, like slithering mm-hmm. across the road. And I, I, was like running away, and everywhere I looked, there were more snakes that were like all different shapes mm-hmm. and colors and sizes, just everywhere. And then finally, I woke up sweating.
1: Ew, uh, uh-uh. uh. So there, so there is video, and I would, so I would highly suggest not looking at it. It's not for the faint of heart. But this woman is in Thailand, and she's, like, laying on her bed, and her foot dangles off the bed, and there's, like, a random, like, snake, and it, like, bites her foot. That's, like, the scariest thing ever. And my mom told me when she was growing up, she was always afraid there were snakes in, like, her toilet, and so she would, like, have to, like... I don't know, but I, okay. I remember this.
0: I remember this. I left a snake in the toilet this morning, yes. if you know what I no, mean.
1: I remember this, and I swear, to, I swear to all things holy, this is what was said. I used to watch Lost repeatedly when I was a kid. And I remember it would be like ABC 3340. 33, 33, and there was this guy that looked like a serial killer who was one of the um, who was one of the newscasters. And he literally pointed at us and he was like, coming up, there are snakes in people's toilets. More at 10. I will <laughs> never in my life think of, forget that. And I always kind of wanted to know what that meant. But, you know.
0: Was it Dave Baird?
1: Maybe he had gray hair.
0: Yeah. Dave Baird Probably. and Brenda LaDunn. They did the evening news on ABC 3340.
1: Maybe it was him.
0: And Brenda LaDun's kids went to school with us.
1: (laughs) She was so pretty. She still is pretty, but yeah.